0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Fetch Everyone As And When podcast. Here we are again. Surprise! Ah! Fooled you. Um, so, just in case you don't know, FetchEveryone.com is a free website. Free! Free! No pounds, no dollars, no nothing. No whatever currency. You don't need any of it. Crypto? Free, Yeah, zero amounts of Crypto. Um, for runners, bikers, swimmers, walkers, and everybody, in fact. Um, and we do things differently. Some websites say, right, okay, you can have some stuff, but if you want the really juicy stuff, you've got to give us the dollars or get lost. But Fetch says, let's do things differently. You can have access to everything, as much of it as you want, as much as I can produce. Um, but if you like it, bung us a few quid to keep the uh, the home fires burning and that'll do. Katie, yes.
1: Can we have the jingle soon?
0: Oh, yeah. How about now? Oh, that was a nice jingle, wasn't it? Um, so, I'm joined here by the lovely Katie, who is also my wife, which is not news to anyone. Hopefully, we've um, been married 10 years now, wouldn't we, lovely?
1: We have.
0: Yeah, almost 10 and a half. Yeah. Cracking. Yeah. So, how are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm here. We've just got back from a 5k run, haven't we? Yeah. And um, I had a little walk at the beginning, which I like to have just to warm up my legs. But then I ran pretty much continuously then after that. So that was really nice. And um, yeah, really pleased with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you've been telling me this morning about your Plans for the, the races that you're entering as so. well?
1: Yeah, so I've decided to enter a sprint triathlon this year at the end of May, and that's um, going to be a 750 metre open water swim, about 15 miles on the bike, I believe, and then a 5k, off-road 5k.
0: So at Box End.
1: At Box End. Yeah. And um, I'm quite excited, really, about yeah. it and nervous and all of those things, but... Um, we were talking about what training I need to do. And I think I need to mainly practice swimming, then cycling and cycling, then running more than I need to massively train for any of the distances. I mean, the cycling, definitely, I need to get out and do some road cycling. and
0: Yeah. If there's a bit where you're least experienced, it's definitely the cycling, isn't it? So, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but I sort of almost feel confident that you go and do a 15 mile bike ride. Yeah. Tomorrow and it wouldn't do me too much harm.
0: Yeah, perhaps we should get the route and then go do it at some point. Yeah, that would be good.
1: Um, But yeah, practicing the transitions, practicing the going from one to the other is probably the more important bit for me, more than anything. And you were saying you might be tempted, but you're not sure.
0: Yeah, I am. Um, If I'm if I'm around on that day, and if there's nothing else going on that needs needs me, then yeah, I am tempted by it. Yeah. Excuse the dog. (laughs) The dog's got a bit of a sort of a strange cough thing that she does every now and again. Yeah. Um, and she likes to lick her bed and the floors and various surfaces. And I guess eventually it all catches up with her and she has to have a little, little clear out. So that's what you just heard, Fetchies. Isn't that lovely?
1: <laughs> she is 13. Yeah. And um, quite, quite eccentric. Um She's been eccentric for quite a long time, and it's just, it's escalated, hasn't it, somewhat? Um,
0: yeah, definitely. So. Yeah, she's got her interesting rituals and various yeah. things that she does, but the coughing is really one of my favourites. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, I am I'm tempted to come and join in. Yeah. Um, but um, I've also got my, we're doing this slightly differently. Normally we talk about what we've done that week and then then we talk later about what our mm. plans are, but we're talking about our plans, aren't we?
1: I take responsibility for that.
0: That's all right. Okay, I'll, I'll happily give it to you. Um, so my plan for later in the summer is to, to cycle to Wales, which is probably going to be about 140 miles, which is about as... About as well, as, it's way longer than ever. <laughs> 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 Put it this way. But um, on Saturday... I did cycle for as long as I've ever cycled which was 46 and a half miles um, and <clears throat> thanks to my awesome wife I did that as an A to B. So um, we went to see Katie's middle boy in Bristol on Saturday mm. um, so I had this sort of last minute idea of how about I cycle some of the way and then we'll rendezvous and it'll all go really smoothly um, and you'll pick me up. So. So I plotted out a route that was about 42 and a half miles and ended up with 46 and a half miles due to a a pothole big enough to swallow a car that had closed a road. Um, A few routing issues where the route that I'd drawn had taken me across a field or footpath, so I didn't want to take my road bike over there. And the occasional little bit of getting lost where you've just got to Check the route and realize you're off it, and turn round the roundabout and go back again, and that kind of thing. So, mm. um I, I guess maybe that's a good rule of thumb: is to allow five to ten percent extra mileage for mishaps and cock ups.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um
0: So it meant that I I was sort of arrived at the car in in Bista and flung the bike in the back of the car and and got changed on the way down because we were we had mm. a um, a lunch booked. And we were, we were struggling to get to there on time. So uh, it was a bit hectic, but it was also quite good fun. I really like going through the little villages and getting tons and tons of conker-sized zones mm. um, and not knowing what's going to be around the next corner and the different sort of moods and things that you go through on the, along the course of it. Mm. Um, I think
1: my least favourite bit was watching you um, I'd, I'd stopped at the Starbucks um, in the services just outside Bister Village, and I walked around to, to sort of see you coming through, and I had to witness you going through the traffic that's just outside Bister Village, which is about three lanes each side, and traffic lights and roundabouts and all sorts of things, and I, I did not enjoy that bit. Um, so maybe just not watching you is the, the key. Yeah, it's a bit hairy by proxy. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, but it's um, I guess
0: like you you just sort of get used to it a little bit. But I had spent a lot of time on very quiet mm. you know, you don't see any other vehicles for mm. ten or fifteen minutes kind of country lanes. Um and they're they're pretty awesome really. And um Katie's made me some lovely chocolate flapjacks and she cut them into little sort of my gob sized pieces. Mm. Um normal person's gob, probably two bites. Mm. Um, and wrapped each one in brown paper and, and stuck them in the freezer. So I stick one of those in the back of my cycling jersey when I set off. And I know that about two hours later it's ready to inhale. Yeah. So it was nice to have that as a, yeah. a little treat.
1: They are particularly good. Yes. The they're very good. Yeah. yeah. Oh good. Well, I think Honestly and truly, without much further ado, I think we should go into the main purpose of our yeah of our podcast. If you're happy with that,
0: absolutely. Uh, you listened to it already? I, have, I listened, have not listened to it yet.
1: I have listened to it. It's a very, very lovely interview um, between Cora and the Scribbler, and it's the Scribblers' questions from a while ago. I think so. There are some updates to her answers, and um, there is a little bit. Um, where the meeting that they're doing, I don't know which, which version of which online meeting that they were using, but it yeah. finished and they got kicked off. But I'm sure that it's completely seamless the way that I first stitched it all together, yeah. And, um, and if it's not, imagine that
0: it is fetchies, yeah,
1: and um, and all will be well with that. So, yeah, enjoy it's a lovely interview, um, it's it's very sweet and i think you'll enjoy it a lot nice and i
0: can't wait to tradition. listen to it yeah cool all right
1: enjoy it okay
2: <laughs> we are recording
3: <laughs> righty-ho shall we begin
2: please <laughs> right, um,
3: hi everyone this is cora and welcome to the fetch everyone member of the month podcast recording thing um, today, I've I've uh, got had the pleasure of speaking with The Scribbler, who is a member of the month from October 2016. So we're going back a bit here, but um, I'm sure we might even get some lovely new answers to some of the questions. So, without further ado, I shall say a very warm welcome to The Scribbler. And how are you this, this, this fine evening?
2: I'm great, thank you. It's really nice to be uh, talking to you and... Uh adding my little bit to the podcast it does seem an awful long time ago that was a member of the month so it's kind of fun to revisit those questions and answers again
3: exactly that's that's, that's all right and it gives a little bit of content and and a little bit of some different voices for everybody so right if you don't mind shall we just crack on go for it our first question was from pedro skulls and he says congratulations on winning member of the month my question is, if money and time were no object, is there any route or race where you'd love to do?
2: Well, I think my answer to this remains the, the, the same uh, as I gave in, in 2016. There are loads of places that I'd like to run and cycle and swim. Um, actually, hopefully, this year I might be cycling in Zambia, which would be uh, an incredible experience, but covid and everything else i'm still not 100 sure it's going to go ahead because that was one of the things i should have been doing in 2020 um sadly i haven't been on a bike very much so i'm gonna have to get pedaling if if that's going to go ahead um i've also got um, a camper van now so that opens up uh, a few more possibilities for adventures but yeah if money and time was no object I'd really like to train for an Ironman. And I, if the impossible is the limit, then I want to go to Kona. I've actually been to Kona um, before I got into all this running, cycling and swimming lark. Um, I went to Hawaii on a, a holiday a few years ago. So I've actually kind of seen the island and I know what it's like. And it would be an absolute dream to qualify for that but probably as um, unlikely as my other dream, which would be to see the earth from space. I don't have the talent. (laughs) I certainly don't have the money, but it'd be a great opportunity.
3: That's it. Sometimes you just have to to dream these things and, you know, you never know. You never know. (laughs) Things can be achieved. (laughs) Right. Our next question was from Ness. And asks, congratulations on winning. I love reading the 100 Running Words blogs inspired by you. Does running help inspire your writing? And if so, is there a particular
2: place you'd like to to go to as inspiration? Okay, let's put this into a bit of context. So I was nominated for member of the month in 2016 because I did um, a little thing where i asked people to write uh, about a running experience in 100 words and that was inspired by something that i'd done as part of my creative writing um where we actually regularly now write things that are exactly 100 words long it's a really great little context little really great little concept because it, it feels easy to do but actually it is quite tricky it focuses your mind and gets your attention and um it's it it just kind of, um, it kind of took off on Fetch and I I think people found it interesting and a a great challenge Um, and um, I love that about Fetch that you can, you know, suggest ideas for things or come up with a, a crazy scheme and, you know, the community will kind of run with it uh, you know, things like we've had the Fetch Castles Challenge uh, over the summer when for virtual races. I know there was the um, is it 12 Days of Fetchmas and uh, it, the Fetch um, band. That was an amazing, you know, collaboration. And, you know, I love seeing that when people get together and, 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 and do things and, you know, suggest ideas and um, other Fetchies take it on. So yeah, the 100 words, um, run, 100 running word blogs. Um, it, it, was, it was a great little project to be part of. And I loved reading uh, what other people wrote. Uh, but Ness was asking about, um, does running inspire my writing? And absolutely. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm called the scribbler. <laughs> um, that makes sense. That's why, I, that's why I called myself the scribbler on, on Fetch. Um, it was actually really interesting because I've, I've, I've written all my life. I write sort of professionally. I, I do marketing stuff now. I used to be a journalist. And um, like a lot of people that write for a living or write in their day-to-day life, I didn't actually do a lot outside of work. I didn't do a lot of writing that I enjoy. And actually finding Fetch and finding all the blogs gave me a way back into that um because I was having all these great experiences about running and racing and training and um you know just finding out about myself and I wanted to um record some of that so I started blogging on Fetch and just got such nice support and encouragement and you know people seemed to enjoy what I did so it, it really helped me to keep going um Ness also asks about is there a particular place you like to go uh, for inspiration I just go anywhere Um, (laughs) probably the place that I most often go to um, I'm lucky enough to live um, about a mile from um, a beautiful beach and further up the coast in Northumberland Um, I run a route pretty much the same route almost day in to inspire me it can be windy rainy sunny it's it's absolutely beautiful but I find inspiration anywhere fabulous I
3: think we've found inspiration from some of your peach some of your beach pieces as well they're always <laughs> so calming and gorgeous it's like ah just very calming and I, I will let the listeners know there that I have seen a couple of little bits up on my screen saying poor internet connection so we might have dropped out for a little bit but I definitely think we got we got most of that why is it the internet never behaves when you want it to <laughs>
2: <laughs> we can always go back and uh, d- do a patch in if we need to exactly we'll, we'll patch it up <laughs>
3: <laughs> our, our next question comes from Plessey she says, "Congratulations, Scribs! Thanks for organising the hundred running words. I love the way everyone has their own take on it. Do you write blogs in your head as you run, and if so, how do you retain them until you can scribble them down?" Well, I
2: remember Fleecy contributing a really good one hundred words running blog <laughs> at the time. I, you know, she she's another um, really good writer and contributor to the site. I really enjoyed reading. Um, What she has to say it's always quite funny and amusing um I do I do kind of think about things in my head as I run um it's been you know it's actually kind of quite a calm space um I don't consciously try and think of things um just ideas and thoughts come to me um I have run sometimes if I've had, had a know particular task or something that i've been working on and i've come up with like the perfect line or the perfect phrase i've literally run home kind of reciting it in my head (laughs) because it's too good to miss too good to miss um but because i run with the phone as well i can do things like if i really kind of think oh that's really great Uh not only will i capture a photograph i can also just do I've, i've done little voice notes um and that's actually how i record um any contributions to the fetch podcast um so sometimes i'll i'll kind of be running along or walking along and i think oh i could record something for <laughs> for for the podcast and i'll just stop take a breath and and just go for it um <laughs> they're never planned <laughs> they're never thought through um, I just I, I just give it a go and uh, encourage other people to uh, give that a try as well.
3: Fabulous, yeah, it is. And and using using voice notes is really handy because you, you can just do it straight away. You don't have to try and type anything or that, so
2: it's a lot easier. Uh, yeah, I find because because I write a lot. I write a lot, and I like to write with pen and paper, um, and I also type on a keyboard. But I know some people find that really difficult. So if you want to say something, actually recording yourself saying it can be a way into, you know, find it, finding the right words. I know um, I've got a photographer friend who's um, writing blogs because that's how he's doing that. He hates the thought of kind of sitting down and typing something. But if he records something on his phone when he's out and about and he writes that up, brilliant. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Right. who We, we have Diogenes next who says congratulations it's good to see you winning for such a great initiative and inspiring so many people to get writing do you think you could write a whole book about running also if there was one book you wish you had written
2: what is it that was such a great question (laughs) yeah I could write a whole book about running um, in, in terms of kind of the words that I've written about it on Fetch, and um, I, I, I used to have a blog before I, I, I joined Fetch, um, I've probably I've probably written more than <laughs> more than a book's worth. Whether it's any good or not, or whether anybody would want to read it all in one go, I doubt I doubt very much. Um, books that I wish I'd written, well, yeah, you know, it, it's the classics and the brilliant books like Great Gatsby or. Um, I think I mentioned in my my previous answer I said uh, Never Let Me Go um, which is still a brilliant brilliant book. Um, I really admire um, a writer called uh, Anna McNuff and uh, she's written a lot about her running and cycling adventures Um, so I'd really like to have one of those kind of adventures and then be able to write about it. And also what I would love to do is to be able to record an audio book, but I need to write it first. Okay, we
3: know what you're doing after this interview then. (laughs) Get writing. (laughs) Our next question comes from Happy Grr. He says, woohoo, Another worthy winner. Oh, I just used alliteration. <laughs> Never mind the clever writing and the far, far east funding exploit, fundraising exploits. You're a lovely, supportive, fetchy friend. Anywho, a question. Please, could you write a hundred words about Newcastle Town, October 2011, please? I'm expecting a very long and readable Member of the Month set of answers in a few weeks' time. Well done again, Happy G.
2: <laughs> isn't, <laughs> isn't that a great <laughs> <laughs> it, was a really, it was a really good one um i think uh happy g asked me about the newcastle town Moor uh marathon in october 2011 because he was there <laughs> and i did, can't remember if that's the first time i met him or if we actually met in, um uh, in edinburgh at, at, at one point but I, I know i've got a lot of good uh Uh, Fetch your friends in Scotland because you're probably the nearest to me. (laughs) Um, So I'm gonna refer back to my original answer to uh, give you the 100 words. A marathon on the town moor. what madness is this? A bandstand bedecked in red and yellow populated by a cheering team full of encouragement, cakes and jelly babies. Among the support crew, ha ha, Rob154, W Mila, Susie Sue, and Lorraine S, a sticker book full of smiles. And the runners, a fine phalanx of Scottish talent with the happy crew of grrrr and times joined by the rent boy. Liss Liss Run smiled all the way through and I didn't hear Anna Bomb swearing at all. I clapped and cheered, added your photos to Facebook, I wondered, how far hard could it be to run so far? That's fantastic. Absolutely <laughs>
3: brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Not happy G, he gets around. <laughs> <laughs> he does, he does. He <laughs> in many places. <laughs> our, our next question comes from Lemon10, who asks, congratulations on winning member of the month. I have loved the 100 word blog project you organized. Thanks. I'd like to ask who is your favourite author and what is your favourite book? Ooh, this could be a toughie. It
2: is, it is practically impossible. (laughs) Um, Cora has the advantage of seeing me on video, and um, there are quite a lot of books. Quite a lot of books (laughs) behind me, and that's uh, not even a quarter of them. (laughs) yeah so I've got two um if you know Ikea I have um two Billy bookshelves with extensions um behind me and um they are packed (laughs) and yeah that's my that's mainly my my fiction and kind of yeah my writing related uh, collection. I have more shelves over there and in other rooms. So yeah, my favorite author and my favorite book, practically impossible. Um but I do there are books that I've lived with for a long time um and that I turn to um again and again. And they they're the classics, the classic novels. Um so um probably the first book that I really fell in love with and really touched me and I really thought was weird and incredible was Wuthering Heights which is a dreadfully dark and really violent and quite a disturbing novel but I go there it's it's still I've read it again and again and again I'll find different things in it. Um, I'm also a massive Jane Austen fan and Charles Dickens fan um, and I can read any of their books again and again. And I have done. Um, I, ca- I kind of consider uh, the Miss Bennetts and uh, Pip from Great Expectations as some of my best friends. <laughs> um, so my favourite books are ones that I live with um, and ones that I've spent a lot of time with um, and characters that I love. this will come up at any time I'm a massive fan of um, Neil Gaiman who's a more modern author basically because he writes so many different kinds of things Um, and I got the chance to hear I've had the chance to hear him read twice now uh, once at Usher Hall in Edinburgh and um, he read a sort of short story almost a novella called the truth is a cave in the black mountains and the audience you could have heard a pin drop at the end it was absolutely one of the best experiences i've ever had and i imagine that's what it would have been like to have heard charles dickens read back in the day
3: fabulous
2: that's an amazing answer and yeah,
3: maybe maybe um, if you ever decide to change your fetch name, it should be the bookworm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would be good. Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Although I think I I think I have some I think I have some challenges because I'm, I'm a member of uh, I'm on the book thread, and there are a lot of people that read a lot of books. Um, Diogenes springs to mind, um, and uh, yeah, there's there's quite a few of them probably read even more than I do. <laughs>
3: We have we have the fetch book worms then. <laughs> Excellent. Definitely. Right. Our next question comes from Crystal, who asks, "Who or what influences your writing? Are your inspirations deliberate or
2: accidental? I.e., do you choose them or do they choose you?" Oh, it's such a great question. Right. Um, and and my answer is a bit a bit of both. Um, I kind of like the accidental inspiration uh when you see something hear something um or you know just something falls in your path and you think oh that's brilliant um or I'm going to capture that but that's kind of you you it's kind of like waiting for the muse to hit and sometimes you kind of have to make it hit and that that's something kind of a learned Um, in my professional life in my professional life as a kind of marketing writer if i waited to get inspiration i'd (laughs) i'd never have earned a living sometimes you have to to make it and i've done quite a few different um creative projects where you're giving like a little task like write 100 words about this or um recently i did some for um i did a couple of projects in um in collaboration with wildlife trust so it was know you are given a tree or a landscape to write about and you do the research and that's what inspires you but yeah getting out into nature definitely does that whether i'm running whether i'm walking whether i'm purposefully looking for something um to inspire me um but yeah it comes it's both deliberate and accidental perfect I think a lot of things tend to
3: come that way, don't they? Because you you'll get ideas from some, but then, they're not from others. So, so what do we have for our next question? We have Monsen B1. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. Who says? Congratulations, Scribbler. What are your three favourite northeast running races and why? oh <laughs> another good question
2: <laughs> it is a good question and um yeah the northeast is um <laughs> well picked for it uh, has lots of kind of uh, good local running races uh, my number one my num- will always be the bladen race um which goes from the center of newcastle out to um bladen it's not a pretty route It's all on tarmac and you, but it's just, it's always on the 9th of June to follow the words of the song. Um, There's just something about the atmosphere, the fact that it's a a race that's been going for 150 years. um, And sadly, COVID meant that it didn't happen in the last two years, but people were invited to do um, the virtual route. I cannot wait. I really hope it comes back on on June the 9th uh, this year. Um, It's the only race that I've done every single year since I started running in 2009. And I I just love it. Um, I always have a good time. (laughs) It's just just brilliant. Um, Other races, I mean, a pretty race and a uh, a, a very attractive one is the Northumberland Coastal Run. Uh, which i've only done once quite a few years ago um it's roughly a half marathon but it's a trail run and it's point to point and depending on where the tide is you might run quite a bit more than 13.1 miles <laughs> um it is beautiful it goes through lots of beautiful beaches along the northumberland coast and little coastal villages um I think I have a place in it this year but again it's one of those races that got postponed and I don't know whether I don't know whether I could do it (laughs) it feels like a bit of a tough ask but it's it is a beautiful run so that that that's definitely up up there and then probably my third favorite I know people have kind of heard me bang on about the great north run but it's not really my favorite (laughs) Um, I love I love my local 10k, uh, which is uh, which is in North Tyneside, uh, and again that's one that I've done pretty much every year since I started running. Um, it takes in a lot of the routes that I ro- regularly run, and uh, so you go along the coast, along through Tyne and Colourcoats and Whitley Bay, and th- again it's another just one with great atmosphere. you Always see somebody you know. Um, it's generally on Easter Sunday, so it's kind of the start of the running season, um, and everybody feels a bit unfit. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go for nice fish and chips afterwards. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's a good one. Um, this year, I um, again, I'm hoping that'll that'll be on. And uh, yeah, I think I think we'll all treasure all those familiar runs a, a bit a bit more if they haven't happened um but I'm also trying to look um this year I think I'd like to set myself the challenge of doing some runs that I haven't done before.
3: Excellent yeah I think there is there's always a few favorites isn't there and then sometimes you think well that's quite close but I've never done it so to give it a go (laughs) (laughs) that's that's fabulous thank you very much our next question comes from swittle and swittle asked how did you evolve even into such a free spirit in terms of profession and sport preferences? By the way, a hundred words was an inspired concept.
2: It's really nice revisiting this because I almost forgotten I'd done it. Maybe I, I and I think I think um, maybe this is inspiring me to come up with another crazy writing uh, task that I can hopefully get Fetchies involved with. I um, was surprised that swittle thought I was such a free spirit which is a lovely thing to say um I sometimes think I'm quite constrained and quite conservative with a small c definitely not with a big c um <laughs> and yeah I don't, I don't know I think I think running chose me because it suits it suits um the way I the way I am I'm quite um, I'm quite kind of independent and introverted and I like that space to get into my own head and just kind of do my own thing um and then ironically I join a community like for and I actually <laughs> like I actually like um being part of a you know a community of runners and triathletes and um all, all that kind of thing it's like kind of being connected to people through something that you enjoy and that you love or you know, even if you're not very good at it, um, I, I definitely um, enjoy that. But yeah, I think running running found me um, as part of a fitness drive back in 2008. Um, I wasn't I was really really um, unhappy in my own skin, and uh, wanted to do just a bit to kind of improve my fitness and well being. And um, it was suggested that I did some running. Uh, and my first challenge was to run for 20 minutes um which I built up to over time I suppose it's a bit of the equivalent of doing the couch to 5k um yeah I couldn't I couldn't run for sort of like one minute when I started I just went off too fast and got out of breath um but gradually over time I I you know I I kind of I got to love it and I got addicted and then started doing more and more miles and I, I always remember that um 2008 um at christmas um the first crazy thing i did was i went out for a run and it wasn't on my plan it wasn't on my exercise plan and then uh, i remember driving home along the central motorway um i think it was it was new year's eve and the central motorway is where the um, the great north run starts and thinking oh I could do the great north run and i did my first great north run in, in 2009 and that was kind of like yeah something switched in my brain and i'm now a runner
3: fabulous that's such a good story because we all we all come to running in different ways so it is really interesting to find out how it finds you because i think it invariably does find you for sure Especially, especially when you actually hit that, that switch flicks and you, you sort of develop that love, most certainly. Fabulous, thank you very much. Our, our next question comes from Bint McSkint, who said, congratulations Scribbler. I feel like I should ask a question about writing and running. I'm sure you'll get loads of those. So I will stick with my usual questions. You are standard on a desert island. You can take one type of food, one book and one fetchie.
2: What and who
3: do you take and why?
2: it's a great question isn't it um so in terms of food i was hoping there's going to be lots on the looks that i like on this desert island like i like fish so i'd like a mango and a pineapple tree and maybe some bananas you know that would keep me going quite well um i'd probably crave something like rice or potatoes potatoes (laughs) and you can live a long time off potatoes (laughs) get a uh-huh. bit boring but <laughs> <laughs> um the book it's like the earlier question It's like which book do you choose it'd have to be a long one <laughs> um it'd have to be yeah something that would keep me interested maybe lots of characters um you know something i'd plow through i i have read uh, would be james joyce's ulysses but I think I get a bit fed up with it on a desert island because it's really quite hard to read. So I said, and I probably would stick with this, um, something like uh, Charles Dickens, either Great Expectations or Our Mutual Friend, uh, which is not one of his better known novels, but oh my goodness, on a desert island, I think I might be craving things like rain. And there's a passage in Our Mutual Friend where he's walking in the rain and you can feel it (laughs) It, it's (laughs) incredible uh fetchies you know i should be practical and choose somebody that knows the way around and you know could help us survive and make nets and tents and all that kind of thing but it's got to be my best friend um ellen um who i met through fetch and (laughs) if nothing else wow what what a what an amazing thing that effect she's given me is this connection with a very special person she's special not just to me but to everybody that she knows um we'd have a great time on a on a desert island with you know especially we could take our bikes with us <laughs> we'd go for a swim we'd go for a cycle talk endlessly um yeah may, oh food yeah we'd have to have an endless supply of jaffa cakes <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, right, our next question comes from Richmack. Big congratulations and well deserved member of the month. 100 words was great, brought out my creative side again. Any veggies who have inspired characters in
2: your writings? Yeah, I, uh, I don't tend to kind of um, write about uh, characters. Um, <laughs> That's probably one of the reasons I've never kind of got into writing a novel. Um, it's probably aspects of people that I subconsciously draw into things. Um, I have used the thought of fetchies when I'm writing for an o- audience, so uh, which is kind of something you do as part of my role in marketing is you're thinking about well, what kind of things would appeal to this kind of person? Mm-hmm. what do they think what, what do I want them to think and feel and do? Um, and at one time um, in my career I had to write a series of um, inspirational blogs about running actually but it was for it was for a work thing and so that was great it was kind of like well how would I you know (laughs) how would I talk about about fetches about you know training and what to expect on your first big race and all that kind of thing so I kind of yeah held several people in, in in my mind and um, I'm, I'm sure they do creep in there subconsciously. Fabulous. Our next question
3: comes from Sally Kate, and she asks, Congratulations, you've dipped your toe in the dark side. If you could only do one of the disciplines, would it be splash, wobble or plod?
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> i feel a bit of a fraud now because i've not done i've not done um triathlon for um a good couple of years i I don't know whether i plan to do one this year or not i again i'm kind of waiting to see what (laughs) waiting to see what happens (laughs) what 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 races are on and of course the the races that might be on might be full of people that were trying to do them two years ago um i still swim a bit um and and splash around but not um and I've, I've, been, I've been doing a lot more open water swimming, which I enjoy. But to be honest, it's a bit more of a splash <laughs> than a swim. Um, and yeah, I, my bike's sitting neglected in the garage. But I really do need to get back on it. But it would be running because that's where I started. Um, I hope, fingers crossed, that I can always run. Or if I can't run, then walk. Um, it's just relatively easy. Um, and it's the one thing that's been consistent through since two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine, when it first started. Thankfully, barring you know a few little injuries, I've always been able to run, and I really hope I can continue to do that. Absolutely,
3: I think that's that's it as well. Is that you kind of come to other things, and I'm laughing because I've I've got my bike in the middle of the living room <laughs> on a terrible <laughs> trainer. That hasn't been used for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling slightly guilty now. So there'll be a, 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 something planned for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Our next question comes from Magoon, and he asks, well done on the win. Have you got any more ideas for initiatives like the 100 word
2: challenge? And will you let us in on what they are? And I kind of said at the time I should do another one and it was 2016 and I haven't. Um, So I will put my thinking cap on and um, try and come up with another writing challenge for Mm. Fetchies and let you know. And remember
3: Fetchies, you heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Our next question is from Autumn Leaves. She says, congratulations, 100 Words is an inspired project. What made you first lace up your running shoes?
2: I've kind of already started uh, touched on this a little bit. Um, yeah, I I, I, started, um, I started training with a personal trainer uh, back in 2008, um, and that was inspired, as I said, by just feeling a bit uncomfortable in my, um, in my own skin. Um, I'd also lost my, my Nana that year. And she's been a hugely uh, massive influence on my life. Um, And as she she left all the grandkids a little bit of money, nothing very much. But I used that to pay for my first sessions with my personal trainer. And um, outside of those sessions, um, he said, you know, it'd be a good idea to do some cardio. So do some running, set me a little plan to kind of get up to 20 minutes worth of running. And uh, yeah, that's where I started, but it it was incredible that really the fitness side of it is almost irrelevant (laughs) because I've got so much more out of um, running and training than just kind of trying to keep fit and healthy. Um, I know, you know, we talk a lot about kind of mental health. um, It certainly helped me with that it's brought me friends it's brought me experiences that I never would have imagined I could have um so yeah it it, and and it got me back in it got me back into writing for myself again so wow you know (laughs) what a wonderful thing to do absolutely let's see who our next question is
3: from Christy who asks what is your favorite word and why Answer in a hundred words, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think I did answer in a hundred words and that's, it's another impossible question. What's my favorite word today? What's my favorite word like five minutes ago? <laughs> um, I, a couple of words I really like. Um, a lot of words from um, um, foreign languages um, where we perhaps don't have the 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 same expression or it takes a few words to to um to explain in english so one you might be familiar with is sunduku uh t-s-u-n-d-o-k-u which is japanese and it's for a, a pile of books waiting to be read so that's <laughs> Very relevant. I, I work on my Sundoku. Sundoku, I think is how you say it. Uh, I work on that quite often. Um, yeah, I, I love words that kind of surprise you and delight you and feel nice in your in your mouth. Um, mesmeric is another one. Don't know why. <laughs> um, and I've recently been uh reading about uh Iceland, because I visited Iceland last year. Um, So I like some of those kind of Old Norse uh, phrases and words. And there's a term called um, kennings, which is their little term
1: for phrases. It's usually two words. um, Nothing to see here, no interruption, continue to listen as if this was seamlessly recorded with no one being kicked off, any kind of internet meeting room, and everything is fine. Relax, close your eyes and continue to listen to the dulcet tones of Cora and the Scribbler. P.S. Do not close your eyes if driving. Our next question comes
3: from Angus Clydesdale who says Congratulations, very well deserved and arguably long overdue. What other the letters... <laughs> letter scores
2: 10 in Scrabble? Um, the letter said, and I had to look it up, Um, that's a reference to my um, uh, smell of fetch nickname Um, for those who don't know there's a a thread on fetch triathlon um, a triathlon thread and everybody gets a nickname and mine is um, (laughs) qstis and I'll let you work out what that stands for (laughs)
3: I'll be here for hours, so let's uh, so move on to the next question, which is from Westmoors. Congratulations on member of the month. Love the 100 words project. My question, who would you most like
2: to meet and why? Do you want a big list? Um, no, I, 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 I'll, I'll kind of answer this like I answered it before. Um, before. Um, they say never meet your heroes, but I would have loved to have met David Bowie. Um, just an incredible artist and inspiration and yeah I miss him Um, somebody I think about an awful lot by his music about um, him and all the kind of all the kind of many influences that he had on kind of art and culture Uh, amazing amazing talent Um, there's sporting people that I'd love to meet Um, Jessica Ennis is a bit of a hero of mine Um, Ellie Simmons the swimmer um, who I high fived at the start of a great north when she started the great north run that was a great moment Um, yeah anybody like that Um, Dame Kelly Holmes I'd love to kind of sit down and have a good chat with Um, Chrissy Wellington you know loads of inspiring sports people Um, I met uh, Johnny and uh, Ali Brownley at uh, their triathlon a couple of years ago. I basically stalked them down and got a photo. <laughs> uh, and they were lovely. They were great, just as you imagined. I'd love to sit down and have Sunday lunch with them. Um, but yeah, anybody, basically anybody that's kind of really um, interesting and uh, passionate about what they do, um, they're always interesting people to meet. Excellent. Absolutely. As that, that makes me chuckle.
3: I'm just I've just got um, a, a vision now of you stalking the Brownlee brothers. <laughs> it's like we're having we now, I'll get them.
2: <laughs> well, it's kind of I I think I think I I I saw Ali Brownlee, and um, because at the time he had um he had his foot in a cast. And uh, so I spotted him and I kind of got a photo and had a little chat with him. And then I kind of done the race and everything I was like, I want Johnny as well. <laughs> i was like, Where is he? <laughs> have one
3: without the other. <laughs> <I> no. <know. laughs> Our next question comes from 154 Rob, who asked, well, he said, result. <laughs> These uh, lend with Care cycle trips are very interesting.
2: Would you fancy living in another country? If so, where and why? Well, um, that's a reference to um, trips that I was doing at the time. I cycled through um, Vietnam and Cambodia and Laos with um, a charity called Lend With Care, um, which I've probably written about and explained about a bit more on my, on my blog. I'm still involved with the charity. And like I said, um, hopefully this year, um, I'll be going to Zambia with them and doing another um, cycle challenge like most things it's mainly to raise funds for the charity but it's also a chance to see the work that they do because they always do the challenges in countries that they work in I always thought I would live somewhere other than the UK um and I've not done it yet (laughs) (laughs) um I love traveling I love seeing the world and different kind of cultures and different places um but recently I've kind of thought i i you know kind of attracted to kind of warm climates i loved spending time in in southeast asia um i've been to japan twice and absolutely love japan and would go back there in a heartbeat um but (laughs) i realized i am northern (laughs) 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 um and um yeah my, my kind of favorite sensation is a, is a cool breeze on my on my, on my face. So I'm probably yeah, in the right space. I love being beside the sea. Um, I don't count out ever living somewhere else, but it probably, it, likelihood is, if I was going to move anywhere else now, because I love the Northeast, um, it would be to um, head further north and come to Scotland. Come and visit me.
3: <laughs> i <I'd> love that <laughs> and our next question funnily enough is from me so i said congratulations on a well-deserved member of the month going to ask my usual question what is your favorite post-race food and tipple
2: I'm really not fussy about what i eat <laughs> anything and everything um, i don't i don't drink alcoholic drinks so just because i don't like them um so my my usual tipple is something boring like water um i do like a nice hot chocolate especially after a swim um i love an ice cream after a race on a hot day and um yeah fish and fish and chips after a after a, a kind of summer race but yeah i'm not fussy
3: fabulous let's let go and our next question is from night Natal says, congratulations, you've entered a new race, but the venue is in a scene of your, one of your favourite books you've read. Where would it be and what distance can be any
2: era? <laughs> Again, I gave a very long answer to this one, <laughs> but I'm going to stick with part of it because um, another writer that I really enjoy and I spent a lot of time with is Terry Pratchett. And he has created this amazing world called the Discworld. There's a city on the Discworld called ankh Pork, And I've probably spent a lot more time there than I have in the real world sometimes. Um, so I'd love to um, create a race in ankh Um I got the map out and imagined where it could go because it'd be a riot. It'd be like a big city run. Um, with an added element of uh, magic and maybe some dragons um, you could start in Hyde Park to warm up and then charge down Edgeway Road onto Endless Street around the city walls climb up the stump and back down to keep circling the city entering along Short Street heading left towards Quarry Street and the cattle market might be a bit smelly risk your life entering the shades, and then fast enough runners could find their way through the maze of streets to Treacle Mine Road, cross the bank on Misbegot Bridge, or take Speedwell Street as far as Kingsway, head towards the Opera House as far as uh, the Isle of Gods, then down Lower Broadway, over the Brass Bridge, Take the turnwise Broadway around the Patrician's Palace to finish in the Plaza of Broken Moons unse- by the Unseen University. Post race refreshments definitely a banana daiquiri in the drum and uh, avoid cut my own throat dibblers sausages.
3: That is brilliant. I've just, I've just got a vision of the luggage following you around as well. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, that'd be so much fun, wouldn't it?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, how can we sign up for that one? We want to do that. No, it'd be so
2: good. <laughs> you know, Carrot would be at the start, inspiring you all up. <laughs> yeah, totally.
3: That would be fabulous. <sighs> That's a fabulous one. Our next question comes from Valerian Plastic. He asks, what's your preferred means of writing? Computer, typewriter or quill and ink?
2: (laughs) And yeah, it's not quite quill and ink, but um, I tend to go for a a pen and a notebook. I like a nice rollerball or a pencil. (laughs) Pretty simple. I've got some very, very nice fountain pens, but I kind of save them for best. And I've had too many accidents of um, breaking nibs and, and 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 spoiling them in kind of when carrying them around in the bags. So I, I go for the cheap and cheerful. Yeah, pen to paper is my preferred way of writing. Fabulous!
3: And we're, we're nearly done. We only have two questions <laughs> left, and the penultimate question comes from Ellen, who says, "Congratulations to you, the nicest fetchy friend." Who is your all-time favourite writer, dead or alive, and why? Also, on a personal note, when are you coming to visit? So I hope you have since then.
2: Oh, we've definitely visited (laughs) Ellen lots of times since uh, 2016. And we always have the best time together. Um, Obviously, with um, COVID and stuff, we haven't seen as much of each other as um, we would in, in normal times but I did I have gone and seen her <laughs> and we did we we did have a great time as always and yeah there are there will be plans afoot for us to get together and go cycling and swimming and eat lots of cake and <laughs> put the worlds to right as always because she really is a a wonderful wonderful friend um she asked about my favourite writer. I think I've probably kind of covered that with me Jane Austen's and me Dickens and me Bronte's and me Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. And there's probably lots of other ones. I'm, I'm trying to think of poets because I I, <laughs> I, lo, I like reading poetry as well. Um, but yeah,
3: <laughs> great question, Ellen. Totally. And uh, our, our last question comes from Rhubarb. Who says? So this this is a good one.
2: Congratulations, Victoria sponge or chocolate cake? Chocolate cake. (laughs) I'm not going to throw a Victoria sponge away, but oh yeah, chocolate cake. A really good Bruce Bogtrotter, luxurious oozing chocolate cake. Yeah. Okay, now I feel hungry. (laughs) (laughs) And for some
3: reason, I have a craving for chocolate cake. <laughs> Wonder why. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of the interview. So thank you very much for, for your time and your wonderful answer, Scribbler. And um hopefully we'll have some more Member of the Month interviews for coming to the Fetch podcast very soon. Thanks everybody. Bye. Thanks. Bye from Cora.
2: Bye.
0: Well, thank you both. Um, We're recording this outro at exactly the same uh, time as the intro, so I I haven't listened to it. Katie will have just worked her magic and spliced it into the middle, so I still haven't listened to it, but Katie tells me that it was uh, a very lovely one, so Mm. I've got a car journey coming up on Wednesday, so I'll tune in and and listen to it then.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: But yeah, but thank you for listening to it all. Have you got anything else to add this week?
1: No, I don't think so. Um, I'm enjoying um, trying to keep up with the dragon, and um, I'm just about keeping ahead of ahead of Cousteau the crab. So um, I'm enjoying that, and that's what's kind of getting me out the door at the moment. So I'm looking forward to a bit more of that this week.
0: Yeah, well, um, I've got zero swimming so far because uh, swimming pool mm. options in Bedford at the moment are severely limited. Because the one mm. we go to is is closed for the foreseeable plus some mm. future. Yeah, um, but I hope to put that right this coming week. Um, I think I'll be back and forth with uh, trouble the transit because I'll do big chunks of rides and mm. get ahead, and then he'll come past me and all that.
1: Yeah, I'm not doing yeah. that bit. I th- I'm just being realistic about what I can. Yeah, I can manage.
0: Hopefully, you're all enjoying the challenges, and it's been nice to see your Street View pictures of where you've ended up each time. Um, I've just looked at ours after our run today and um, I'm just on a nice little bridge like a stone bridge over a nice river Mm. so I might drop a note on the route there for for that Um, but the other thing I wanted to mention was um, if you are not a member of a running club or if you're a member of a running club and it's rubbish uh, do you want to become a member of uh, Fetch Everyone Running Club Um, if you go to FetchEveryone.com forward slash FERC it's the the start of the new club year So it's £26 for the year. Um, Of that £26, £16 goes to England Athletics to cover whatever it is they spend it on. Um, Fancy pants for the athletes and and training programmes and grassroots stuff and everything that they do. Um, And £10 of your membership fee goes to Fetch Everyone. And... For that, you get discounts on a heck of a lot of UK races. Typically, you get about two quid off the entry fee, and and you get a nice warm glow inside for um, supported <laughs> fetch everyone. So, oh, if you're question. looking for a club, then uh, um, perhaps we'll try and leave a link in the in the notes this week. Hmm. Um, cool, and and that's it really. So um, hopefully, you'll have a lovely week.
1: I've got on my street view for my swim. I've got a lovely lock. As in a canal lock,
0: okay.
1: Or I guess it's a river lock, isn't it? But it looks like a lock, and that's very very pretty. And it's a really nice sky with fluffy clouds. And on my run, I've got a really quite uninspiring bus stop on the A803.
0: Oh, another one! TV. Lovely, lovely it is. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a nice little bonus after every outing. Yeah. You can go and just have a little peek at your street view. Yeah, There's Sandford a little... Lock is yeah. my lock okay no I don't really know it really no yeah okay so cool and um, we will see you next time but we won't tell you when it'll be a surprise you won't be <laughs> expecting it no one ever expects to fetch everyone as and when podcast. right bye Katie bye bye